Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Stronghold. And not just any episode of Stronghold, but the Season 2 finale. If you recall, last week, our heroes found the chest that Radouin's messenger bird had told them about, and, after a couple of tries and a broken quarterstaff, managed to open it. Inside, they found a disk of strangely translucent stone, which allowed them to see the vast magical auras which filled the Frost Giant's fortress, and let them see just how powerful that enormous carved standing stone really was. Immediately thereafter, Freddy dared Thomas to go touch it, not thinking that he would actually Tarzan swing out onto the side of the monolith. Unfortunately, he was seen in the act by a few of the frost giants partying below, who are now searching for the pint-sized intruders as they escape back to their camp in the wallways, ready to abscond with their newfound treasure. You get into your hidey hole, and around you is a campsite. Uh, A whole campsite (laughs) needing to be packed up. Uh, Your bedrolls are out on the ground. Your food is in whatever storage containers you had it, bags, sacks, what have you. And your backpack's leaning against the wall. And this great big stone disc. Freddie, what is it that you do when you first get in? I ignore the disc for right this second. Okay. Pack up my bed. Get all my papers together from the story that I was writing about our adventures. Okay. <laughs> Throw it all in my backpack really hastily like. Um, try to push Draman and Thomas's bedrolls somewhat together so, so it'll be easier for them to pick up. So the way it goes down is you throw all of your random stuff into the bag willy-nilly. And you can, in by the end of your turn, get the bedroll not rolled up by any means but just sort of folded once or twice underneath your arm and have a backpack slung with one strap over a shoulder okay thomas i shove everything that i can into the bag of holding okay it's all in there it's loose it's disorganized and you too can get that bedroll folded up kind of loosely and awkwardly under an arm if you like oh no that's in the bag of holding just shove it in there so that'll take your entire turn uh these are unwieldy things there's a lot of bedroll to them they're like an annoying old-fashioned sleeping bag so not convenient for mad dashes away Draman. yeah um so i close the door run in uh and same thing pack up i just had my you know sleeping roll out and um probably not a lot of other stuff because i have pretty much everything I own with me. Uh, so the 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 bed, uh, roll it up. Okay. Uh, you get yours rolled up tightly, and as the six-second turn draws to a close, you get a nice loop or two around the toggle to keep it that way. Okay. And all the time you can hear the thundering of giant footsteps growing closer and closer, just thump-thump, 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 as well as the... The clatter of long dog claws untrimmed on the stone floor. And it draws near very quickly. It's your turn again. All right. Should we take the disc or should we leave it? Oh, we gotta take it. Yeah, it's not super heavy. We can run with it. Freddy, you have one spare hand. The other is clutching your bedroll. Thomas, you have both hands free. Draman, 
you have both hands free. Can you reduce it and we toss it in the uh, bag of holding? I can. Would it fit? If you reduce it to half size, that'd be a foot and a half. One of you has like a, a mini bag of holding. Who I was do. it? So it wouldn't fit in yours, but I'll say that you can you can squeeze it into one of the larger bags of holding. And you know you're not supposed to treat, you know, your your stuff like this because it, it's stretching. But, but you can make it fit. Just right. barely. I do it. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna shove it in my bag of holding. Okay. You are as packed up as you're going to be, and you leave plenty of evidence of your having been here. Trash, garbage, uh, what have you. Luckily, you can just throw stuff away, and it's so frozen it doesn't decay. So there's no way you can hide that you were here, and that you were here for a while. But you can start sprinting. Sprinting is always an option. Yep. You know, not in this so, specific instance, so but in general, we, we have heroes run sometimes. We have the mini disc, right? Oh, we are running. The disc is yeah, in the bag like, of holding. It's in the bag. All right, yeah, I'm... Six book. 90 movement speed at a time. I am gone. So Thomas just disappears. You see <laughs> you see his heels kicking up dust along. He's like the roadrunner, just boom. <laughs> and Freddie and Drummond, you take off after him, I presume, and you're running down this long hallway. Uh, so narrow. You, you know it very well. <laughs> and the knowledge does it takes no time at all to dawn on you that you are on the second floor and that there is no wallway passage to get down to the lower floor frick look we just got to relocate camp and wait until they stop and murder but all they the, know where we are now but only the gremlins can get us all right think where are they is, at think ready this for is burning hands yeah it's like think of this as a siege situation <laughs> my fireball and burning they gotta hands. siege um, us thomas down. you know that the passageway that you're currently in is basically a horseshoe shape that goes all the way down this wall from one end of the hall to the other it goes part of the way behind the master's bedroom. You have to step out under the bed where you can go to the other end of the bed, step back in, and yeah. do the sort of mirror length on the other side. I pretty much want to wait until I get to the corner, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to stop there and wait, for everyone and wait for everyone else to catch up. Does so this happen? Do you guys go all the way down, or do you try and make it out through one of the doors and down the stairs? Uh, no, I think we're, we're going all the way that way without going down the stairs. So you go all the way to the corner. You've regrouped. It takes almost a full minute of running. And how long does reduced last? Minute. Okay. And it's in a bag of holding. And something larger than the entrance of a bag of holding cannot pass through the entrance of a bag of holding, obviously. Just saying. Just throwing that So out. I got a stuck stone in my bag of holding. Yeah, you can oh, just open it up and cast reduce. Can you cast through a bag of holding? Uh, you tell Probably me. Probably not. I can I just so. invert my bag of holding? uh Yes, you can. <laughs> that puts everything out. Or I guess it puts out what can go through the bag of holdings entrance. I don't know what happens to the rest. It or we'll just rip the bag of holding. That just breaks the bag. Stuff is still in there. It's just stuck. In no. an extra dimensional space that can no longer be accessed. What if we just open well, the mouth? How about, like, how about okay. I just cut? Just how about I just the... give the guy the bag of holding and I take all the stuff that can come out, take it out, and then he can just... It's his problem. I mean... <laughs> It's a... Uh, it's a way. I'm telling you that this might be an issue. Yeah. How you deal with the issue is completely up to you guys. Has the stone already gotten bigger? I'm letting you know in advance of the problem actually happening. So that you can choose to do something about it. Hey guys, the the spell's about to, All right, I'm, to stop. I'm gonna, do we want to get that stone out or just get have yes. it stuck in there forever? Yeah, I'm going to just yank it out. You yank it out and mere moments later, 
it returns to full size. And luckily your toes and hands are out of the way and don't get crushed. But now you're back. You have this three foot stone again. And it's still not heavy. It's just somewhat awkward to carry. All right. So I say we set up camp here and then we can just periodically check out to see if they're still searching for us. And this way we have line of sight down both corridors of access. Agreed. All right. Time goes by and you again feel and hear the sounds of giant feet stomping up and down and up and down along the outside of this wall. And they never come very close to you. They always stay at least uh, 150, 200 feet away because the end that you're at is occupied by the master's bedroom. And they don't, at the moment, seem willing to bother the master. Thomas, you should assassinate the king. <laughs> you know, I can't do that in one... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Just go and stab him in the I neck. I need to see how much, how much health points does Ice Giant Yarl have. You don't know. <laughs> and you can't get that information. <laughs> I mean, I could always Google it. Look to get it up a in the idea. player's handbook. Colin can Google it. Yeah. Thomas can't. <laughs> well, no, that's why... That's me, as a player, I want to know if I can actually have a chance. Too metagamey. You don't get to know. All right. <laughs> Sorry, then. Thomas would have gone for it. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm thinking. Like, it depends on how much I can get off on him before he's even awake and if it counts as a sneak attack. <laughs> because if I get a sneak attack, plus both my stalking, plus I cast a spell on him, plus as a sneak attack, that would be sneak attack, stalking, plus an extra d6 for the spell, plus a d8. Twice. So that is at maximum ten d six and two d eight. Yes, which is ridiculous. Yeah, plus four for my attack modifier. And then if you run out of there, I'll fireball him. Yeah. Cool. Not enough. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's enough. If I roll really well on that, that's enough to wake him up. That's enough to murder him. (laughs) I want to see King Oathwind dodge that attack. Okay. To the player, Brent. Mm-hmm. In D&D, mm-hmm. are giants some of the hardest creatures to kill? They're pretty tough. On a scale of 1 to 10. I want to give this a shot. On now. a scale from 1 to 20, they're a 9. Okay. Regular frost giants. So Regular frost did, giants did are you, a 9. Did you bring this up? The Jarl may be tough. Did you bring this up as a question to the group that I should kill? If we were to like, no. if we were to express this, you know, numbering system that Brent's talking about mm-hmm. for these specific, is it like, uh, is it like, guy, a, is that like the magnitude scale or like the Richter's for this specific, where it's like compounding, or is it just a linear progression? Encounter, it's hard to say. Encounting, and yeah. you were to to rate it. I don't know on a, on a system of maybe how it's not like, like challenging it would be. It's not like a five would be five times more. Are you talking about the one four. you're currently in, or the one you're thinking about starting a, <laughs> in addition to the one you're currently in? Both. <sighs> if you started a new one on top of this one, and this is to this is to player Don. This is not character drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be like uh, thirty or something. Not really. It would. So it would kill us. I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> you you got to well, do what you're going to do. I, I'm not... I'm, I'm done I'm, with the metagaming. I'm, I'm down. I'm ready you, to kill another king. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know how big these things are. You know that a cat, their house pet, 
tore us up. You had to hide in a wall for a week after that thing was done with you. They're servants, right? You could only overcome through mainly like making them fall off and make the... them fall off a cliff, right? And those are the guys that these things bully around and force to serve them oxen, which they eat like kebabs. <laughs> they eat oxen like kebabs. I need another crown to add to my belt. Thomas. Yeah, I'm going to be camping out, looking through the doorway for the king to come in, for the Jarl to come in to you go to bed. You know, this king is already asleep. This <laughs> king's already asleep in his bed. You can hear him snoring from where you are. I see the glint in Thomas's eyes. No. But, but, no. He's sleeping. I had the same idea, but we are not doing that. But I can paralysis. Nope. I got poison. Nope. But come on. No. Come on. No. Come on. Come on. No. Let's do it. No. Thomas, we are not going to lose a member of this party in this house. Let's do it. We might, and it might be Thomas. <laughs> I might. Remember, it might be I'm itching. Remember, you should get that checked out. <laughs> Remember, we're here for the, the ship. But it's not here. I know, but we got to wait around till it gets here. Now that we have this stone thingy, we can see magic, so maybe we can find the ship. How about we just kill the king? No. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do no. it. No. But look, we feel super buffed nope. up now. We can do I do it. not feel that buffed. You got some new spells, right? I'm not going to answer that question. Let's do it. No. I, I'm getting ready. No. I'm Thomas. limbering up. I'm Thomas. limbering up. Don't do it. We're getting. We're about to be dragged into it. I'm about to reduce your size and carry you off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bite. <laughs> Please do not do that. Tell me what you do. I want to know. <laughs> Thomas, we I'm are having not... a real big struggle at the moment. Thomas, look I at me. Tell. Look at me. Do you want to kill all of us? This isn't just your life. This will be all of us. You can't say that us traveling together all of these years hasn't given you some kind of family sense or camaraderie sense of who we are together. Not really. All right. But out of respect, I won't do it. We just have to get out of here. I'm, we have I'm, to get down I'm to the bottom level. just peeking into the room like, I think I can. I think I can. But I'm not. I'm, it's like when you see people, like they're in the, trying to fight someone, but as soon as a punch is swung, they like lean back in. That's, that's that kind Hold of me talk. back, bro. Yeah, Hold me back. That kind of, but nobody's, that kind of talk. <laughs> nobody's like, holding you like, back. I think I can take him. We need to find a way to get to the bottom level and get out of here. Yeah. How about we sneak across the other side where they won't be looking? And down the stairs? But we're going to have to run under the bed. Out the big door? Hmm? So you have to... Run across the master ba- the, bedroom. The, you have to leave the door in the king's room to another door. Also, still under the king's bed, mm. that leads to basically the mirror of what you just ran down. Gotcha. It also has a door which lets out near the top of the, the opposing stairs. Gotcha. All right. Because there are two staircases. Let's do it. All right. And those are the stairs we went up before. Those are the. You s- went up the stairs on your current side. Okay. Yep. I want to like open up the door a little bit. It and is dark and snorry in there. I want to Use like, the scan the room. Make sure that there's nothing. Perception check, please. Guidance. Boop. 13. It is 
pretty dark out there, and the snoring masks basically any th- sound you can think of. All right, I'm I'm gonna sneak across the other side. Roll me a stealth check. Eleven. Yep. Uh, you get across, and the king does not stir from his slumber. An eleven will make it. I can. I can. Yeah. Do this. You saw that magic three turn into an eleven, right? All right. I'm gonna sneak across as well. Uh, remember, two of you have to be holding. Two of you who aren't Freddy have to be holding the. What if we big have stone. free hands? Could I? Could you can technically do it by yourself. Do we have enough time over here for me to roll my bed roll up and put it away? Yeah, that makes sense to me. Okay, then I'm gonna holster. Uh, well, I already have the femur like tucked away, but holster my holster hammer. your femur okay. so I can so I can carry the disc on my own. You're carrying the disc on your own. Is it gonna hinder me at all? I can help you carry the disc. If you go all on your own, I'm going to prevent you from taking the dash action. It's just too awkward to really sprint with. Gotcha. I will allow you to take your full movement and for right now actions and whatever. But for right now, I'll carry it on my own. Okay. And okay. then once we get in the tunnel, I'll carry it with you. Okay. Um, Freddie, stealth check, please. What'd you get? A five. Okay. Um, you make it through, and there's no indication that the giant has been awoken. I'm going to cast guidance on myself. <laughs> okay. You pray, and you remember so vividly the face of Ayn. Uh, well, no, you don't. You remember the floor. But the voice of Ayn, yeah. as she well, told I did you, see, I, I did see her face, and then immediately I saw the okay. floor for the so, rest of the interaction. So you remember her face, and you remember her words, asking you to be careful, and focuses you. Nine. You make it through, and the king snores on. And you are back in some safe wallways. I help uh, Drummond and carry the stone. Okay. Whither travels thou? To the stairs. To the wallway door closest to the stairs. On the other side of the balcony, you can still hear the giants who saw you searching for you. You can't make out words or, or anything, really. Just that they are now speaking to one another. And the dogs are sniffing around the the baseboards on the balcony. You are, however, able to reach that top of the stairway door without incident and seemingly without being discovered. Okay. Um, so are you guys ready to go down? I mean this is gonna be a risky risky business. Is- do you guys think it would be faster to just drop down off of a rope to the floor or well then we got to running down the stairs then we lose the rope yeah i we know that thomas is very attached to his rope <laughs> i would be willing to lose my rope if it is faster to just drop down than to walk down all those stairs do we think it's worth it well we still also have the uh glass as well that's going to be difficult to get down there. If it means us or the glass, I'm willing to leave that here, too. Or you can just that, minimize it again. That was the whole reason we came here. Yeah, that's literally all that we can take. Let me remind you. The object of Radowin's desire, this stone disc, is in repayment for the rings of 
cold oh, endurance okay. or, or mountain endurance that he loaned you. Gotcha. You said you'd go up and retrieve this for him, and you said, all right, then I will. Gotcha, gotcha. I'll let you borrow these. If you gotta time burn being. some spell slots, you gotta burn some spell slots. Yeah, we owe him this thing. Otherwise, right. you're gonna be heavily embedded to a duar. And, and we already I think are. we already are, yeah. yeah. We, owe well, him yes. we, have that, we owe him a lot that of blood money, but his All plan... Right. I'm going to reduce the stone again. Mm-hmm. Remember, it lasts for a minute, so... Not very long if you're not in combat. Yeah. Right, so, here's the plan. We Think about it. how long it takes to get down the steps. We put him in a bag. We drop the bag. I'll slide down the rope. Pick it up. What? Take it out. If we reduce it, would it be at a foot and a half? It would fit in my backpack. It would fit in your backpack, uh, and it would fit in their backpacks or their bags of holding. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to drop a rope down. And that's it. <laughs> no, I'm going to drop a rope down. You two go down, get to a safe place. I'll reduce the the stone, put it in my backpack, go down and meet you. And then we'll take it out of my backpack. Is that going to be better than just... I mean, it took us forever to climb these stairs. Remember, they're, You're even going in, down this time. Just have to jump. Yeah, but I don't feel... I mean, I don't know what would be faster. You that that can't really that's not a question we can. You really can have. make a well, I mean, like a wisdom check, a, a flat wisdom check. Everyone makes it right now, and I will tell you what you each think will be fastest. Um, and of course, what I tell you in this type of situation should be tempered by your own common sense. Okay. I got a one. You have no idea. You have no idea what would be faster. You have no idea of how you would even know that. 13. You don't even know what you don't know. Okay, with a 13, you know that, obviously, sliding down a rope is going to be faster. You know that the last time you tried to slide down a rope off of a balcony, uh, you were noticeable because you are, you know, still a decent-sized object dangling in the air. Right. Right. What'd you get, Drummond? 24. (sighs) Drummond, you know that it will be easy to go down the steps. You know that it will be... Slightly easier to slide down a rope. You know that it will be, depending on how you go down the steps, you can perhaps do it more stealthily than going down the rope. Steps, guys. Got it. Why steps? Uh, do you think because you we can, can hug the wall, cling to the, the entire wall. way down? Yeah. You could okay. Just all right. Um, it's the difference between sort of being up against something and being suspended alone and quite visible. All right. I can cast. I still have two more slots. To cast reduce on this stone. Well, so that if, gives us two minutes. If we're going down the steps, we shouldn't need to reduce it. We could probably hold on to it, right? I'd rather be safe than sorry. No, but if we get in a fight, we're you might need, need your spells. We're need your spells. The only thing that we were going to do is if we went down the rope, we would just reduce it. But since we're going down the steps, it should be fine. I mean, I'll carry, I'll carry the stone so then Drami can be in front. All right, we is this like a we'll re- relay it? Is this like a how heavy is this thing? All, All right, right, let's let's relay it down and we'll just go down the steps as quickly as possible. Okay. So tell me what you're doing. How are you going to get down 
to the bottom floor without being Who's noticed. Who's going first? Drummond. How are we going to get this down? I'll go first, uh, and we'll we can pass do it like a you. relay system where one person gets down, and then they take it, and the next person goes around and then takes it, and we do that all the way down. All right. Okay. So go first, and we'll pass so it down to you. let's all... It's going to be physically... It's not going to be difficult to get down each individual step. Yeah. It's like sliding off a slightly higher platform on a jungle gym, for instance. But what will be difficult is the sneaky part. Okay? Remember that this disc, it does reflect light a little bit. It is kind of shiny. Can I, Dramit, or Thomas, you should put your cloak over it. My cloak isn't sneaky. It helps light not reflect through this thing. But I like my cloak. Do you like being alive? Yeah, but but the cloak. But actually, would the light reflect it if we're sticking near the stairwell since there's no way to shine it through? Um, it, it, it both allows light through and, yeah. and reflects light. <clears throat> gotcha. All right. Then I'll cover it with the cloak. It looks oddly like it's not always active. It only activates if someone is looking through it. Gotcha. Magic, right? Yeah. So I'll cover it. I'll cover it with my cloak. On one side. The side that's like facing out. Okay, sure. Sounds good. I need a team stealth check, please. Everyone rolls with whatever modifiers or benefits. Guidance, for instance. And I will take the aggregate of that. 16. Okay. Are you rolling guidance as well? Yes. Yeah, buddy. I'm right. gonna need it. All right. I rolled 14. Dang, okay. I got higher than you. I rolled a six. <laughs> Jeez. Roll that 20. <laughs> Roll that guidance. Uh, everyone just... <laughs> <laughs> jumped. <laughs> yeah! Saved you. So six. Saved me. It's a so six. That's a six, a 12, and a 14? 16. Okay, so a six, a... 14. 14 and a 16. So that's... 2036. Um, divided by three is 12. Not terrible. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. As you get to the top of the stairs and your hearts are racing, you know that you are actually mere feet away from death at any moment, should they look over and notice you. You see, to your great relief, that a number of those big, bulky, lumpy trolls come out, each one carrying two in each arm of these horns of drink. And just one after another comes out from somewhere in the back and starts passing these out. And the giants begin a drinking contest. And they are focused on their drinks nice. and on each other. And it is an all-consuming activity. So... You proceed step by step, as cautiously and quietly as possible, all the way down the staircase. Thomas, you've mapped out the wallways down here as well. And you know that there's a mirror image of the wallway system on this side of the hall, on the lower level as well. Basically, on either side of the hall, there are a series of rooms with wallways in each of the dividing walls as well. And that includes a doorway a hundred feet away from the bottom of the staircase. All right. Okay. And so I'm, hey, Drummond, I'll go first into the wallways just to make sure that there aren't any of the black cloaked people in there. Okay. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Sneaky sneak. Those the gremlins? Yeah. All right. 
right, yeah, so I'm going in there, and I'm going to see if I can see any of the small people. All right. And as you turn around, you notice the dogs by the fire, two of whom are asleep, one of whom is not asleep, one of whom smells prey. Excuse me? (laughs) How close are we to the door? Mm, 100 feet. Uh, uh, uh. Do Draman and I have the stone? Who has the stone? Freddy and Draman have the stone. They're still by the bottom of the staircase. And Thomas, you are by the door. You made it the full hundred feet without incident until the dog. Right. All right. I'm going to delay my turn. It's, it's just looking at you right now. Yeah, I'm going to delay my turn until they move. Okay. What so are you guys doing? I'll delay my turn until after Freddy. Dash yeah. to the door. How close is the second door to us? About 100 feet away. And the dog is a fair distance. It's on the order of 200 feet away from the door. And I'm like halfway to the wallway when I know it? No, you are at the door. Oh, I'm at you the door. You are at yeah. the door. All right. And you just turned around <clears throat> to, for whatever reason, and you saw the dog. My survival sense started tingling. Yeah, let's do it. We're we, booking it. We dash. We book. All right. As you begin to dash, the dog barks. Oh, no. They're still doing their drinking contest. The giants don't (laughs) care. As you begin your second turn of dashing to get the remaining 40 feet done, the dog stands up and starts moving its way fairly quickly towards the door. How close are they? They're about 40 feet away. And I'd say... Will the dog get to me, will get to them first, or will they make it to the door? By the time the dog stands up, you're only about 40 feet away from the doorway, and you manage to get in before the dog makes it through the tangle of giant legs and knees and tables and chairs. But once you get in that wallway, I assume you go straight in. Yes. And close the door, you hear a tremendous barking behind you. We got to get out of here. Let's skedaddle. Where's the outside door, Thomas? Um, so which side are we on, right or left? You are on the left side of the entire hall, so the west. Is that the side facing the moors? Like the mooring? The mooring tower. Yeah. Yes, it is. All right, so we need to go north. And we need to run straight for that mooring tower. Yes. Actually, you need to go south. We're running. Booking As fast as we can. So it's only 200 feet through these wallways to the door. I want to go ahead a little bit. Okay. In front of the group, just make, to make sure that there's no gremlins. You make it to the corner and look up and look down the length, and you see no one. It is empty. You make it to the door, and you see no one. It is empty. And then your friends catch up with you, and you are all panting. You are all winded. <laughs> and this thing's getting piece. heavier. And you can still hear the dog barking behind you. And you have no way of knowing whether the giants are paying it any attention. But for now, no one is trying to push a spear through you or crush you under a giant foot. All right, let's... Can be called pretty good. Let's take a second to catch our breath before we run to the tower. Yeah. Okay, so you will come out at around the middle of the Great Hall. Yeah. It's 500 feet up to the corner, and from there, maybe only 150 to the edge of the mooring tower. And if that scaffolding is still where it is, you should have an easy time getting onto that bridge. All right. Let's do it. All right, Thomas. Let's lead the way. Stepping outside? Yep. 
Team stealth check for outsideness, please. Group check or individual? You better get better than this. It's a group check again. You step outside and it is cold. You know it's cold even though you don't feel it because you see your breath crystallize in front of you and you see the snow still coming down in blizzardous amounts, drifting deeply against all of the walls of all of the buildings. And at many points you feel like you are in tunnels, but tunnels of snow now. And the sky above you is black except for the large flakes that fall from it. You can't see across. You have no line of sight at sort of palace ground level anymore. Go ahead and roll, Roman. An attaboy. Yeah. 16. 16. 17. All right. So your group score is 16.3. Very good. <laughs> good effort. Good effort, Freddy. And you make your way through these tunnels, which must have been made by those black-clad, short, stocky folk. And you know it's very easy to follow along the the length of the Great Hall, and you get up to the corner where a track leads across the palace ground in a mostly straight line that lines up fairly well with the mooring tower, which you can just make out against the black sky. And as you move your way through that trench, really, more than a tunnel, Thomas, you're still out in front, I imagine? Yes. Make a perception check for me, please. Nine. Thomas, you are running down these trenches and given your speed and given the snow quieting everything and given the high trench walls obscuring almost any view you run directly into a pair of what you've been calling gremlins and when i say run into them i'm not talking about a chance encounter at a chipotle you topple into them and you and they are all prone on the ground Initiative, please. Fireball. Fireball, fireball, fireball. You are not there yet. You're probably... Also chill, buddy. Chill. (laughs) Fireball, 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 fireball. Fireball. Sounds like it could be the beginning of the world's nerdiest rap song. Fireball, fireball, fireball. fireball. When I drink fireball, when I do fireball. Not just a pit bull song. When I sleep, fireball. Fireball. Yeah, it's a song. Fireball. Fireball. Okay. Everyone give me your initiatives. Okay. 10. Okay. Freddy? 13. Drummond? Also 10. The black-robed creature in front of you stands up extremely startled and is going to try and grapple you, Thomas. It's just, he, he has nothing in his hands. No hammers, no saw, no pickaxe. He is just going to attempt to restrain you. So this is a grapple check, right? It is. All right, cool. I have advantage on grapple. Yep. Grappler, right? Uh, 15. All right. He grapples you. His arms are thick and powerful. And though you know how to grapple, though you can wrestle very well, he is able to get a good firm hold on you. And Freddy, you hear a ruckus up in front. You probably hear Thomas curse. Uh, he is 60 feet beyond your current location. How far away is he? 60 feet. You can't see him. He went around a little bend, but you know approximately where he is. How far is the bend? Uh, 45. All right. Are we running? Drummond, are you running with me that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta. Because we're not going to drop this thing right here. No. I do have a question. Okay. If I use Ray of Frost, since it is so cold up here, 
Does it do double the amount of cold damage? I genuinely do not know the answer to that. Would it deal extra cold damage? Maybe if nothing If I don't happened. know, you don't know. <laughs> is it? Is it like a cone spell, or is it just a single? It's a single bolt. Okay, so you're running? Yep. So move and dash? Yep. Both of you? Yep. Yep. Thomas, you are currently grappled. Remember, you can attack with a light or offhand weapon. Dagger. Yeah, so I'm going to... How close is... Well, I have to attack monster number one, right? Uh, Yeah, I think that or is Or is reasonable. monster number two close enough to me? I think that the one that's grappling you is probably going to be your primary target. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> just, just making sure. It's fine. Yeah, I'm going to shank him. Shank away. Double grappled. What'd you get? That's a six. Six to hit? Yeah, six to hit. I don't know why I'm looking. It's less than a ten. It doesn't hit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then I'm going to use my bonus action to use a spell. Okay. And spells ensnaring strike. Actually, I can't use because it's concentration. I'm being grappled, right? No, you can concentrate while being grappled. All right. There's a bonus action concentration spell. Dang. Actually, I'm not going nice. to do that. I'm going to use my... I'm not going to use a spell. I'm going to use my bonus action to pin the guy that's grappling me. Okay. Grappler effect. I believe you. Do it. You're just like a, like you're a mud wrestler. Right, yeah, so we have to roll another grapple check. Okay. And if I win, he's pinned. Yeah, suck it, nerd. Um, 19. He's pinned. Uh, you you twisted <laughs> around on him, and you got him in whatever kind of hold you want to well, get him in. So we are both restrained until he breaks out, and another creature can help him break out. Oh. Kidoki. That makes Thomas. it the other monster. That makes it the other gremlin. Don's face. Got him trapped. In your thighs. In my thighs. Thunder thighs, Thomas. So, um, he, and then you just the buddy of the guy you just pinned uh, does have enough time to stand up, unsheathe a short blade from his side, and try and stab you. What's your AC? 17. And he hits and does five damage as it plunges its dagger into your waist. Okay? Makes it the pin guy's turn. He's going to try and get out. All right, we got to do the same thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a 22. You more than succeed. (laughs) Freddy, you have... Come all the way around this corner. Uh, you are standing pretty much smack dab on the scene in front of you where your buddy is holding one of these short black clad figures and being stabbed by another. I'm going to release one hand, or I'm releasing one hand on the stone holding it with my other hand. Okie doke. And I shoot a white beam. Out of my left hand. All right. At the creature stabbing Thomas. Okay. Make an attack roll, please. 19. Hits. All right. Seven cold damage. All right. That was a good hit, and it caught him kind of in the back as you came around the corner and knocked him off balance a little bit, but he's still standing. Thomas. And speed is reduced by 10 feet until next turn. Thomas, what are you up to? Unpinning him would be an action. Right? You can just release him if you like. But that would that be an action? No, then just the cessation of right. activity. So I'm gonna release him, okay. and I'm gonna stab him. You 
So you can attack him. Uh, even if you're restrained, you can attack. Your attack rolls get disadvantage. However, if you're attacking a creature that is restrained, your attack rolls get advantage. So right now, you can, I can just still attack try to normally. Stab him. All right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I'm going to do that, and I get disadvantage? Nope. You just get regular. Awesome. Because his, your... It cancels out. Yeah. Gotcha. No, you roll four dice, and you <laughs> take the mediumist. <laughs> that would be 20, not natural. You definitely hit. You land a good blow um, in his chest area <laughs> somewhere. That would be five damage. Okie doke. So I'm just literally pinning this guy down an arm bar, shanking him. <laughs> yeah. Um, really not cool. Drama. Yeah. The, the disc wobbles in your hand as your buddy takes one of his hands off of it. But you two are recently arrived at this scene unfolding in front of you. Okay. Uh, uh, so how far away is it from where we're at right now? Freddy probably makes it a five-foot buffer, so five feet away. Five feet away. Okay. Yes. Um, so what would it, what would it uh, cost to lay my end down on the ground? Um, if you're being gentle, I will take your action. Take an action. Okay. Just and not with your whole action, you aren't just setting down your side. You can set down the whole thing. Okay. okay. Um, you can take it in firm two-hand grasp and put it down. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. Okay. And then close the distance between me and uh, the situation. So you are in a trench, right? So immediately in front of you is Freddy. And this is about five feet wide. So you, I guess, would displace Freddy. Sure. With five feet of movement if sure. he is willing to be displaced. Sure. Okay. Hey, can I displace you? All right. So you swap with Freddy? Yep. Okay. And I'm going to use my feature to do a bonus action attack on the guy that he's restraining. Okay, you get advantage then. Good thing. <laughs> there you go. Oh, What'd he you get? crit. It's a crit. Roll that damage. Uh, that is a 17 total damage. Just crunched him. He bonked him so hard. With your hammer in one hand, you bring it down straight into this poor fellow's face. And... And it is definitely stunned, at least. It's hard to tell under so many layers, whether it's dead or just out of it right now. But it's not doing a whole lot of moving um, like it was a moment before. Okay. It's the other gremlin's turn, and it will now try to stab you, Dramen. Okay. So is gremlin one dead, or is he still alive? Don't know. Did we hear a crunch? Did Thomas hear a crunch? Did Thomas hear a crunch? <laughs> Roll me a perception check on that crunch. As Drummond, the uh, the little guy that comes at you with his knife, just skids straight across all those bands and is completely without effect on you. Okay? What was your perception? 13. Uh, no, no crunch. It's its turn, however, and the grappled gremlin doesn't move, making it Freddy's turn. I'm going to magic missile the gremlin that just attacked Draman. Okay. Eight. Did you upcast that? Yeah. Okay. Eight damage total? Yep. Four very 
Poor Solid rolls. hit. <laughs> I got um, two ones. He is. He doesn't look pleased by that. Thomas, this creature is limp in your arms. I'm going to swing him at his friend. Make a strength check. <laughs> does that count as an improvised weapon? Oh, yeah. That it does. Uh, Natural 20. You push him in the direction of his friend. So all in total, that would be 23. He's a heavy, he's a hefty fellow. And you're able to push him in the direction of the friend, and the friend grabs him. And now has his arms full for whatever it's worth. Cool. Drummond. Wait, can I, I'm going to disengage as my bonus action. Are you going to move away? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to power scoot away since I'm on the... <laughs> okay, you power dis... You disengage and power scoot. There's yeah. snow in your pants now. Yeah, it's super damp down there. Luckily, you're not cold. Yeah. Just Luckily, feels I... weird and wet. And still not comfortable, but at least you're not getting your... Power scoot away. Frostbite. Like, we turn on the seat heater. It's really cold. Feels yeah. like you peed yourself. Uh, that makes it Drummond's turn. Yeah. Uh, he has his arms full with a his friend, a friend who's some kind of not okay right now. Bonk him. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go uh, up to him and bonk him. Okay, make your attack roll. You gonna do a versatile? Huh? It's not a versatile weapon. I don't think it should be if it's a martial weapon. And you don't have your shield anymore. It doesn't matter. The weapon has to be. Oh, it is versatile. You're right. Super bonk him since you don't have your shield. Which means I should have rolled. Is if he's not dead. He sh- he's should be dead. So I should roll 2d10, not 2d8. Okay. Roll your attack. Uh, 17. You hit, and you hit the still active fellow, not, <laughs> <Okay>. the, <laughs> not the limp one. Uh, that is 11 damage. Again, you're just playing whack-a-mole with these guys. Another boop straight to the head, and this one goes straight down with a m- much more audible crunch. Let's run for it. Yeah, let's go, guys. Yeah. You're going? Yep. Do you want me to yeah, help me pick up the stone? Fin- do you want to make sure that they're dead, dead? Shank them no. or just run for it? They're shank them, Thomas. We'll grab the stone. All right. I'm shanking them. Make sure. Okay. Shank. He is shanked. Yep. I'll run back and. You pick up the stone? Yeah. All right. You continue to the mooring tower. It's not much further through these snow trenches. And the scaffolding is still up, but it is covered in snow and ice. Do we see a ship? There are, oh, you're damn. not at the mooring tower. You're at the at the scaffolding, sort of anchor tower, as it were, the part that connects the bridge to the palace grounds. How are we gonna get this stone up here? So let, let's climb up. It's just, a decent step again yeah. on the five feet range. If you hand it up to me, I can we can like lift it up. Okay. So if someone climbs up first, then yeah, go ahead and climb up, and we'll hand it up. Yeah, to I'm you. gonna climb up. Okay, you climb up. The ladder is no difficulty. All right. Then. Um, but you find yourself on scaffolding, which is covered in snow and ice. And when you all three get up there, you find yourself on this scaffolding that looks treacherous and is very high up. Down below, it is just gray nothingness, and snow continues to fall. And it is drifting probably two or three feet deep on the side with the wall, and of course tapering off as a wedge as it gets closer to the edge. Moving along? Yeah. Yep. yep. At what speed? Carefully. Slowly. Carefully and slowly. Everyone roll me a dexterity saving throw. Dex saving throw? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I'm screwed. Shit. <laughs> That's why I'm in the same boat. You're a Dex character. I, What's the order? What is everyone's order? I I guess he, I'm up first. Yeah, I you're up first? first? Yep. Okay. I rolled a seven. Uh, Thomas, you are able to move along and you don't encounter any significantly slippery spots. And you move along the outside of this tower. It's uh, It feels like a much longer scaffolding now than it did when it was so simply traversed before. But you get to the end without incident. Are you and I carrying the yeah, I'm stone carrying, now? Because you handed it to me. You oh, handed okay. it up to me, so I'm the one carrying this. I'll be in the middle. Okay. What was your... 21. What? Your foot finds an ice patch beneath the wedge of snow that's covering the scaffolding. And is about to slip before you catch yourself and catch your breath, slow your rapidly beating heart, <laughs> and move along. Andromin, you see this. You you see Freddy going in front of you. You see where he slipped. And by a combination of just shuffling across and stepping in footprints that you already see, which, by the way, are already filling with snow because it's coming down so quickly, you are able to get across without having any kinds of the close calls and you make it to the bridge. The bridge is long, a hundred feet across and leads to the door to the mooring tower, which is still left open. The door to the room that contained all the various bits of furniture and food and things required for a, all the things required for a powerful Jarl's household. And this too, covered in snow, very deep with its trenches not nearly so well kept, but large footprints of lumbering, dragging feet make a good enough path this way and that. Okay, are we continuing our way there? Yeah. Yep. Slowly across the bridge. I want to see if I hear anyone ahead of us on the mooring. Remember, you and I are carrying the stone, so you can't go... 22. You hear the snoring of a giant in this room. Think we can take him? No. No, let's set down the glass. We're sneaking. We got it. No. Okay. If it's just one giant, I can cast silence around his head. And then I can <laughs> I can straight up murder him. We're not going to murder him. We're going to sneak. But if you cast silence, he's going to wake up, right? No, it, no, he just stops hearing anything around him. Yes, sound do that. Sound can't enter or exit. No, we don't Gank need him. to. No. We're going to die. We have what to a... get this stone out of here. Trust me, I got this. Thomas will no longer be joining us. The last time I heard, trust me, I got this, what happened? Hmm? What happened? We killed the king. No, we didn't. What happened? I don't remember. <laughs> That's the point. That's the whole point. You well, don't remember said, because me. you were unconscious. Well, Holy I said, shit! So many times! <laughs> well, I said, trust me, I got this, and we killed a king. <laughs> no, last time you said, trust me, I got this, you got yanked by uh, the elves. I didn't say yanked or ganked. Ganked? Yanked? You got everything by those elves. But I didn't say, trust me, I got this. I yeah, just, you did! I just shanked. No, you said, <laughs> I said, Thomas, no, you were like, trust me, I got this. I don't remember the part I said, I just remember him counting down, I shanked him. Okay, what are we doing? Not you hear attacking. a giant in there. Do you want me to investigate? 
I'm worried about you investigating. Draman, you should cast silence. I won't I, have to I won't get... kill him until I come back to give you the rest of the evidence. You're holding the other side of the stone though. I'll just give it to Draman. Okay. Do we have enough room on this bridge to do that? Oh yeah. yeah. This is yeah. a big okay. giant bridge. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna sneak in there. <laughs> giant bridge. <laughs> so. Giants use it. I'm gonna sneak in there. Okay. Uh make your stealth check. It is snoring up a storm in here. And you go in, and again, you see boxes on all sides towering above you. And next to one of those piles of boxes, sitting on a crude but giant stool, is a smaller giant than the ones you've seen in the hall, with looks that can only be described as unfortunate. It looks partly trollish. And he is out here in just the fullest, thickest bundled clothes that you've ever seen. And he is fast asleep against a pile of goods. And luckily in here, given that there is a roof, there is no snow on the ground. Just a poor, chilly, giant watchman guarding the warehouse. I'm going to walk back to him and tell him it's just the one guy sleeping. Yeah, it's just one giant sleeping, and he doesn't look like a full giant. It's only like half giant. He almost looks like half troll, half giant. Okay, so... Kill him. No. That way he, we don't have the chance of him waking up. He's just dead. We are not going to kill we're, him. You but, should cast silence. But let's just kill him. No, we're trying to get out of here. Your negotiating uh, negotiation tactics are lacking. Please, your charisma well, is... Counterpoint, well, kill him. Look, look, I want to just try out one of my spells before we leave. No. Please. We have plenty of time to do that. But this is the this is Thomas, like the most mission, ideal chance mission. for me to do this to Mission. Him. We have two missions right now. To Murder get, the troll. No. To get the Murder ship. Murder the troll. It's a giant. It's not a troll. Thomas. This is, it is much larger than the trolls that you have seen. Significantly so. Um, big and stocky in every dimension. We are already in so much debt to this dwarf. We need to get this out of here, okay? Listen to me. I know you want to kill stuff. We will have plenty of time for you to kill more stuff. But right now, we need to get out of here as fast as possible. All right, fine. Thank you. You go out, and I guess you all have to make me stealth rolls. Go ahead. Cast silence. Don't roll ones. Can I do it? Or just don't roll a one. He is snoring so loud. Whoa. We got you covered, Drummond. Just roll. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we passed. So. I passed. <laughs> What'd you all get? 20. Okay. 25. Okay. 21. Wow. <laughs> Ghosts. <laughs> you were we levitated <laughs> over the ground. We don't really need footprints. <laughs> you know, the one time we actually didn't really need it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just said he was snoring super loud. It would just... <laughs> yeah. You, you phase past him, <laughs> carrying the stone disc in your hands. And uh, out on that mooring ledge, you see the largest ship. Oh, yeah. That you have ever seen. It is moored long ways across this sky dock. It is 350 feet long. It is made out of almost full tree trunks, warped and bended whole into the shape of a hull and the ribs of a ship. And there is 
an enormous mast, the size of some of the largest trees you've ever seen, with a sail of unfathomable proportions. There are benches for oarsmen and oars to match. And everything that you have seen on seagoing vessels, but on a ship for the sky. But that's not all. Because moored to this ship is another, smaller one, in the range of 175 feet long, and another one beyond that. And then at the very edge, the very last spot, there is a quite diminutive ship, only around 125 feet. Probably can only hold... A few giants, probably 20, maybe 25. But it seems that they came in numbers. All right, so let's take the smallest one. It looks like we can man that one. I don't know anything about ships. We can figure it out. I've read books. Um, do any of you come from a coastal area? Drummond, you said you've been around Atto. Atto is the home and capital of seafaring in the entire world of Eideron. Did you come from the coastal areas around that or from somewhere further inland where you would have been less exposed to the actual technical working of a ship? Born and raised in Addo. I got this. <laughs> you told us that you had never been to Addo. Yeah. Mr. Smith. That might have been a little bit of a lie. What? So but I, yeah, I've spent most of my time in Addo. I, uh, came from a more coastal area, but I was never directly exposed to it. I've seen ships happening and, like, the stuff that goes along with them, but I definitely would not know what I was doing. Okay. I could probably pretend like I knew what I was doing. Okay. But that's so that level it. of knowledge. Yeah. And, Freddie, your childhood doesn't sound like it lended itself to the nautical arts. Actually, my parents were fishermen. Wow, now suddenly when the question comes up, we all are on boats. Wow, look at that. I don't know what I'm doing. If you know what you're doing, go for it. I I know how to operate You left your family when you were 13. In the time between about 6 or 7 and 13, how much much of that period did you spend on boats? A lot. But very small ships. Nothing this size. So not not ships like fishing boats. Okay. Uh, Like large fishing boats, yes. You get onto this ship. Even at as the smallest of the four here, it is considerable in in length. 125 feet is a whole lot of boat. And everything is made for a larger size than you. The sails are immensely heavy, and the oars don't even try them. But there are mooring ropes connecting this ship to the one next to it. So that's a start. We'll just take those bad boys off. Let's search the ship first to make sure it's clear. Now we can fight in the air. No, look. Please. <laughs> you didn't let me you didn't let me kill the giant. So let me just search the ship. Okay. Oh, let us search the ship. I'll take below deck if you guys want to take the top deck in. Yeah, we'll take the cabin. The cabin in the top deck. There is no cabin. Is it just? Oh, it's uh, like, this is it's a like long a, ship. It's like a long. Yeah. This oh, is. Oh, I get. I know what you're talking about. This now. is yeah. like a Viking ship. Yeah, like a long boat. Gotcha. So there is gotcha. no so below it, deck or anything. There is no so. below deck. There is just an open row of bench seats on either side. You do a sweep. Yes. Stem to stern. Yes. And it is devoid of giants and 
to be honest, any type of supply. Oh, crap. Great. There are mooring ropes holding it to the ship next to it. And everything that looks like will be needed to work it. Should we go see if we can get some supplies from the mooring tower? But there's a sleeping giant. giant size. It would take us forever to carry it out. Is there anything there that we saw that would be... You didn't do a thorough look. How about we go back? (laughs) No. (laughs) Look. If you say it, I'm going to hold person you. (laughs) Gently move the giant away from its position. No. Into another life. You've never... (laughs) (laughs) You've never gently done anything. Okay. We'll go Do get we enough to... for a week. We'll go in there, grab what we can actually carry without having so to... So let's go back across the boats and just scope it out. Yes. How about if this is the ship we're going to take, we set the glass in here? Well, yeah, we're going to set that and in And then here. just go back, stock up on provisions. And so you leave the glass or the stone here and all of your stuff, I imagine, for you no, up for we... carrying things? No, just bring no, the I bags keep my bag so bag. we can... No? Since they're okay. giant, since they're giant-sized items... Should somebody stay just... here with us, just in case? Are you volunteering yourself, Drummond? I can say. Yeah. If you guys are going to go. Yeah, since we are the sneaker people. All right, you go back into the mooring tower, and there are three distinct piles of things. The one immediately next to the sleeping giant appears to be mainly home goods, pots, pans, decorations, furniture, and the like. The one... Nearest the exits to the ships, just to the right of where you re-entered the mooring tower, that appears to be raw materials for home life. Fabric, wool, blankets. And then in the far right corner is the last pile. And that appears to be food. Some giant and some normal scale. There are, for instance, sacks of flour that could crush entire farmhouses. And potatoes to match. But the potatoes, for instance, are of a normal size. You find enormous racks of... Looks like beef, but is much too large to be a cow. Probably weighing in the area of a thousand pounds of pure meat. And it's a little light on the fruit and veggie side. It's mainly grains and meats. We'll take as much as we can carry. We're only making one trip. Alright, you pick up as much as you can fit in the remaining space in your bags and whatever you can carry in your arms. It's difficult because this was all packaged for giant size, so you can't, for instance, just take handfuls of flour or I mean, we can cut open, like, the potatoes. But you get plenty of potatoes. You get plenty of potatoes. There are... You can cut up some of the racks, though. There is an entire pile of dead chickens just frozen together. uh, We'll take a couple of those, too. Hack off... (laughs) A chunk of. I mean, make sure to hack off a chunk of the beef or the big one in your bag of holding. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. There is also an enormous wheel of cheese. That's going. Um, (laughs) We just start rolling it with our hands. If you stretch out Vitruvian man style, you'd be about the size of that big wheel of cheese. Give me that cheese. Yeah, we're rolling the wheel. (laughs) All drama and seasons just come running. You do the thing, you hop up on the top and you're like, we're rolling the wheel. We're running with it. Actually, can I use my acrobatic skill to run on top of it to like move it? We'll check in a moment. Okay. Um, there are many fish of all sorts of sizes. Nothing smaller than perhaps a, a smallish tuna, for instance. Jesus. That... You see several eels of disturbing length. 
20 feet long behemoths coiled in baskets. A lobster that could murder a regiment of soldiers. You know, that sort of thing. I might take some fish. Okay. Mm, ocean bugs. Ocean man. So you take a as wide a variety of foodstuffs as you can. It will... Is there any water? Or any like... There's a whole lot of ice and snow. Uh, but no, there are no beverages in this pile. All right. The last thing you take is the cheese meal? Yeah. All right. Freddie, you going to try and roll this? Yep. Acrobatics check, please. If you wake up this giant, I'm going to tell you I told you so. How far away am I from them? In the region of 125 to 145 feet, depending on where exactly in the boat you are. Okay. Okay. I got a 17. You got a 17? You do fall off pretty quickly. Luckily, you do not fall all the way off. You know, like off of the boat and into the air that goes down forever. So, lucky you. <laughs> I'll just continue that would have been it. a hell of a character end. <laughs> you you fall off fall wheel. Save! <laughs> Did he just? He just got murdered by a wheel of cheese. No, he... <laughs> he got cheese wheeled. Uh, crushed by his own stupidity. Well, at least we got cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Me and right. Drawman sailing our boat away <laughs> with a wheel of cheese. You know how there's Wilson? He was kind of important. You know how there's Wilson? On the castaway? Yeah. Yeah. We just turned the wheel of cheese into a Freddy. Yep. <laughs> Carve a picture of him into the line. <laughs> All, right. All right. So here you are with your enormous cheese and a wide variety of foodstuffs. And again. Two mooring ropes hold this ship to its neighbor. I take them off. And as soon as you do, your ship begins to drift away in the air currents of a blizzard. And you drift, and you drift further and further, and the frost giant's palace gets further and further away until it is lost amid the swirling snow of this impossibly high peak. Man the rudder, Thomas. Hi, everyone. Before I let you go, I just wanted to say, as always, thank you so much for listening to the episode and our second season. I hope you enjoyed it and are excited to begin season three in just a couple of weeks. I know we are. We put a lot of effort into it. We enjoyed it a lot. It's going to be a real fun time. For now, though, just remember to tell everyone you know about the show, connect with us on social media at Go Stronghold, and tune in for the season three trailer, which will be coming out in a week on October the 21st.